a lot of people for the price of a dinner. They think they can take you home. That's right. But he took that's, Jesus home. That's right. <laughs> and that's, that, that's I think so. you could teach a lot of young ladies that. It was awesome. <laughs> you will see victory 100% of the time. Answers 100%. I'll prophesy to you tonight. 100% of the time. You'll see what nobody saw. You'll see what nobody saw. You'll do what nobody has done. Welcome to Miracles Today, where all you need is faith in God. And I have got with me as my special guest, Louise, all the way from Australia. Louise, thank you for joining me. Thank you, Dr. And Martin. you are one of our International Miracle Institute Bible students in Australia. That's right. But let's go back to when God first called you. I believe you were 12 years old. That's right. Can I, you tell me about that? Sure. I got born again when I was 12. And I was so excited and I wanted to tell everybody about it. When I got to age about 18, I'd seen so much church and so many different things that I wanted Jesus, but I didn't want all the stuff. And I just felt like being a Christian was so uncool. And yet I wanted to be a Christian because I love Jesus. And so I persevered, but I never fit, fitted in at all, Dr. Robin. And and um, but the cry of my heart was to all those people who didn't fit in as well. And at the same time, I wanted to be different. And so I made sure I wore different clothes and I did my hair different. And I hung around with those people that didn't fit in. And always my heart was, God, there's got to be more. I knew his heart and that he's got to love me and he's got to love me how I am. And so I persevered and I kept knocking and I kept seeking him and I made some hiccups along the way, yeah. but he never left me yes. and he drew me to people and he drew me to people that had a call of God upon their life and that would look at me and see Christ in me because I could see Christ in other people and it wasn't always the people that were the head of the church or the people with responsibility. But I could always see that call and that Christ in people and I didn't always understand it, but I was drawn to it. And then you, 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 I read in your story that you actually led your husband to the Lord. That's right. Can you tell me about that? Sure. When we moved to Cairns, where we now live, Mark was my neighbor across the back fence. It's convenient. Yes, very convenient. <laughs> he would sit in the mango tree just, and watch me. Just watch the fence <laughs> That's it. your wife. <laughs> that's it. That's it. We didn't know at the time and we were about seven and he was oh, eight. Oh. So we've known each other for so long yeah. and there was never anything romantic early on. And But I came back to Cairns after lots of experiences in church in different towns and I was really heartbroken at the time and I'd, I'd just come out of a relationship where a man had said he would marry me and said, no, I'm not now. 
Oh, my goodness. <laughs> my goodness. So I, I came back to town and, and Mark's family knew my family and said, hey, why don't you get back together? See, go see Louise. So he did. And he hadn't seen me for a long time. And it was like, wow, I don't remember you being like this. And he became courting me in an ungodly way because he didn't know Jesus yet. He, he was attracted to me, but yeah. not for the right reasons at that time. Right. So he took me to this beautiful restaurant and I was always a timid person, Dr. Robin, but I just shared Jesus with him over the dinner table. Yeah. So he took Jesus home and not me that night. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great. You know, because a lot of people, for the price of a dinner, they think they can take you that's home. That's right. But he took that's, Jesus home. That's right. <laughs> and that's, he, that, that's I think awesome. you could teach a lot of young ladies that. It was awesome. <laughs> and it was, I presented Jesus in a way that must have been that he wanted it, Dr. Robin. Yes. And, and so he hung around with me and I took him to church and he gave his heart to the Lord and he just was right in there. Mark's always been, okay, 100%. Yes, yes, He's yes. just been, rah, that's Mark. Which is perfect for you. Yes. Because you're the same way. Yes. And then when did Dr. <laughs> Harfush come into your life? Around about six years ago. Um, Mark and I had come through different church situations again, always thinking, man, there's got to be more than this. My life is no different to my unsaved neighbour next door. This can't mm. be right. This can't be right. So you're going to, the ch you're going going to, to church, church, but you're living the same as someone who doesn't know Christ. That's right. We're still sick. We're still yelling at each other. We're still struggling financially. Right. And it's like, this doesn't make sense. Yes. And so we just were like, God, what is going on? And in our hearts, we were praying this. And then a friend of ours, feeling the same thing, she came across your ministry. Yes. And she bought your CP programs. She left her job. She sold her unit in Australia and she came. Yes. Her first visit back, we could just see the difference. And she gave Mark a book by E.W. Kenyon called basic Bible study. Yes. But it wasn't basic. And in my testimony, I said, it was the beginning of our emancipation. It was like, it was awesome. And we were doing this study and then we started clicking on to your show on the internet. Yes. We'd never met you. Yes. We'd never heard of you and Dr. Christian. Yes. But we knew that what you had is what we'd been looking for. Well, you know, I believe with all my heart that there are different tribes, you know, I mean, just like children of Israel had tribes, right? Mm -hmm. So all your life, you're looking for your tribe mm -hmm. because you've mm -hmm. got something on the inside of you because mm -hmm. that's the real you yeah. that, that wants to hook up with yeah. other people that have that on the that's inside right. of them. And so God led you to that's the right, right people. Welcome back to Miracles Today, and I have with me Louise, and when we left, Louise, we were talking about how you've been to lots of churches, and you had the call of God since you were 12 years old, and you didn't fit in, 
And you were judged for your outward appearance because you liked wild clothes. Not wild, but just cool. Um, You liked to ride a motorcycle with your stilettos on. I read that in your story. (laughs) And people actually look down on you for that. And you're searching for your, for your, you know, you know there's got to be something yeah. more. And you find International Miracle Institute mm-hmm. all the way over in Australia. Yes. Now explain to me, how can you be all the way over in Australia and yet be so connected with Dr. and I? At the time, we haven't been able to understand that as well, but we can now. Because you and Dr. were preaching us, teaching the Word, and, and the Word makes you free. And every time we clicked in and we listened and we said, yeah, and we'd put that word into practice and we were doing our CP programs and we're, every day we're listening to it and we're speaking the word because you told us speak the word yeah. and you told us pray in tongues as much as you can. So we pray in tongues as much as we can. <laughs> not to look at the circumstance because we walk by faith now, yes. not by sight. And yes. I never understood faith. Yes. And this truth is coming through the computer screen at us and it's making us free, Dr. Robin. Amazing. And I just used to go around saying, I feel so empowered. (laughs) And I never felt that way. I feel so free. It's like, this is what I've been looking for. And God says, people perish. His people perish for a lack of knowledge. And we had been perishing financially, spiritually, health-wise, relationship-wise. We'd been perishing. Yes. And the word and the knowledge that you were giving us, the revelation. Yes. It empowered us and it was like my mouth now could bring freedom to somebody else now. Well, let's do that right now. Talk to the multiplied millions of people that are watching. Can you do that for me? Sure. Okay. You know, when I gave my heart to the Lord when I was 12, I had no boldness. For a short time I did because salvation gave me boldness. But the cares of the world and religion said that what you have to say isn't worthy. And you know, Doctor is celebrating his 25 years in the ministry. And yesterday I was thinking about, where was I 25 years ago? Where was I when Doctor was preparing and getting revelation from God? And at times you'll say to yourself, I wish I'd known this earlier, but you know what? I can say to you now, despite the times that I felt that I've wasted, they're not wasted because I'm right on time, right now, with the plan of God and the call of God and the destiny that's on my life. I am right on time with my husband and with my children. And the call that I see is huge, but it's calling to me. And by faith, we can attain it. And I'm so blessed. Well, you are, um, how do I say this? You are such a tremendous blessing to me because we knew in our heart that, that, the, that the IMICP home study course would had the capability of producing a disciple far away, long yeah. range, worldwide. I mean, we need 400,000. We yes. can't keep them all here no. in Pensacola, Florida. No. So you are living proof yes. that everything that God showed us is a reality. It is. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I just want to go to doctor. Right now, we're going to go to God's prophet of performance, the right now preacher. Amen. It happens right now. And we're going to hear him teach and preach some more yes. about that great revelation that both of us need desperately, amen, yes, amen, to keep doing what we're doing. To me, the three Hebrew children, 
typified generation. They're a type of a generation that will not bow. That's why when you see them in the middle of the fire, you don't see them alone. Daniel's like the watchman. That's why when you see him in the pit, he's not lion food. He's never left himself without a witness. Today, God is doing in the earth more than he has ever done in the entirety of the human race. And right now, his door of invitation to people who are willing to let him take you by the hand beyond your intellect or your understanding or your hearsay or what you've seen or even what you've learned. His invitation to you is now without the passing of time with a simple yes of faith in your heart. God said I'll release a creative word that will take you into dimensions where no other generation has ever been and I will activate the fullness of the measure of my power in your life. You will see victory 100% of the time. Answers 100%. I'll prophesy to you tonight. 100% of the time. You'll see what nobody saw. You'll see what nobody saw. You'll do what nobody has done. You'll experience what no one has experienced. Somebody said, but Dr. Harfush, how can I believe that? You're hearing it, aren't you? Somebody said, I can't believe that. No, 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 no. You can. But if you make the choice not to, your choice will be based on one thing and one thing alone. And that is that it's never been seen like this before. That's why God has anointed me to tell you that he's never been the God of repetition. He sent me to tell you that every generation had its own visitation that was different than the previous one. Hallelujah! Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's why God said, I'm not going to send. I'm not going to send somebody to prepare you for Azusa Street. I already did that. I ain't sending you somebody to prepare you for the holiness movement. I already did that. I'm not sending you somebody to prepare you for the healing revival. I did that. The charismatic movement. I did that. The word of faith. I did that. I'm sending you now the voices that will prepare you for the greatest, most powerful visitation that the earth has ever seen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now I'll give you the wherewith and I'll give you the how-to, God says, 
But I'm going to give you the strategy. I'll give you the strategy. You're, you'll hear a corporate prophetic word. But I'll drive it into your heart and make it <laughs> your own personal word. As I take that which applies to everybody and give you personally your own strategy on how to activate in your life a destiny that only heaven can drop on you. No man can lift you up where the man, Christ Jesus, took you. Are you here? I'm not preaching yet. I'm not preaching yet. Somebody said, I can't believe that. No, the only argument to the message is that it's never been done like that before. But that's my point exactly. That's what my God said. He said, you go and you speak a creative word of faith into the hearts of my people. They have the same spirit of faith that I have. Put it into them. Stir it up until they do what even... Joshua stopped the sun, but Joshua didn't see anything yet. Moses split the Red Sea, but Moses didn't see anything yet. Elijah operated in the miraculous, but he didn't see anything yet. Elisha got a double portion, but he didn't see anything yet. Jesus came and demonstrated the 100% all the time, every time God anointed without measure who went about doing good and healing all the world oppressed of the devil for God was with him. And when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd and he called to him his 12 disciples and he gave them authority or power over unclean spirits and to cast them out. And he gave them authority over all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Jesus knew he couldn't do it all in one physical body. And then he called 70 and he sent them out. And you know this, but hit the person next to you, say you're about to see what you, do, what you haven't seen. You know, Doc, I think um, there's a real, a real strong question out there. The, the, the beautiful lady at the beginning of the program, uh, Louise, who actually lives in uh, Cairns, Australia, which actually is gorgeous, mm -hmm. is an International Miracle Institute student and yes, a yes. great partner with the ministry. Um, but her question uh, all her life growing up was, you know, I'm so different because she got called at 12, but she was very fashion conscious. Um, she, she, she wanted to wear the latest clothes, the hippest hair. But religious people, and, and I don't say that, you know, in an all-encompassing way, but there were some people that really put her down yes. because she was so modern in her dress. Yes. And, and, and I guess the question I really want to ask you is, who is qualified to become an International Miracle Institute student? Well, really, everyone that has a desire to uh, discover who they are and all that they can be. Uh, one thing that I believe with all of my heart about um, Christ 
is that he had the ability to be relevant and magnetic in his message. And also in his age. And right? at his age. Right. When he came on the scene, the only people that he indicted were the religious self-righteous. He really fit right in ministering to those who were the outcasts of the religious community, uh, sinners, uh, publicans, people that were worldly, yeah, I mean, that must have dressed look, worldly. Look at his apostles. Well, look must at, have looked worldly. What about Matthew? Absolutely. I mean, Matthew was a tax collector, and, and when he saw him, uh, he went to his house that night for dinner, and, I mean, there were probably... A lot of ladies uh, that were, I mean, maybe ladies even that and, were, you and know. And the religious community was infuriated. They were. That he would accept uh, an invitation to that man's house because he was uh, recognized as the lowest of the low. Yes. Uh, taking a government position from the Roman Empire mm -hmm. to be an overseer of tax collectors that would extract taxes from his people. Yes. But... Christianity or Christ-likeness or being a believer yes. is not being a person that is not magnetic, that is not relevant, that is not appealing. Uh, we have an anointing. Yes. And we have also the most cutting-edge mind available in the world, the mind of Christ. Right. <laughs> it puts us into the generation we live in. Yes. Uh, uh, of course, your conscience, your heart, tells you uh, how to dress in moderation, but uh, never uh, to throw class out the window. Or, or, or fashion. Or fashion out the window, or even, even uh, relevance out the window. Yes. A, a child of God can bring the supernatural into their arena and platform of um, life, whether they're a professional, uh, educator, uh, a lawyer, a politician, a doctor, a housewife, a single mother, a business uh, owner or an employee, whether they're a child or whether they're uh, a mature adult, uh, they can bring relevance and they also can bring appeal. They stand out both uh, by, by uh, spiritually carrying that something that only God can give you, that glee in your eye, that joy in your heart, that light that bubbles forth in you, and then that supernatural authority that God has given you to walk in boldness. Yes. But yes. also the relevance of when people look at you, they see someone that fits in and yet stands out. Yes, yes. Uh, where the Word of God says, and let us not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Right. You see, the distinction between whether or not we're of the world has already been made through salvation. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. But we must, for instance, use the things that are in the world. When we go from Los Angeles to Dallas, if we want to go by aircraft, we don't choose a Christian aircraft. <laughs> we get on an airline. If we yes. want to get into a vehicle, we can't choose a spiritual vehicle. We must choose one that works. Do we want to get into a 1907 
uh, or 06 model T4 no. in order to travel cross country? Or do no. we want to ride in the most recent automobile that's that is right. reliable? That's right. And so when we get in that thing, that's what makes it consecrated for the work of the Lord. Right. The same is true with reference to our appearance yes. and our dress. That thing is neutral, but when we put it on, if it is within the context of our conscience and our spiritual conviction, it stands out. Well, you know, there's a lot of people that have actually been pushed out of church. Yes. I mean, they, they, they believe in God, but they've been pushed out of church yes. just because of the way they dress. You know, the way they wear their mm. hair. Mm. Uh, and, and I mean, I believe that there, that, that there are a lot of people watching us today that have been pushed out of church and they want to find their way back into fellowship with God. And the International Miracle Institute is like a ticket for them to, to back to God. And, you know, when you've been rejected um, or pushed out That's of right. a, 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 a body of believers and you're a Christian, you know, you want to just say, you know what? Forget these people. They're just a bunch of hypocrites. But you know, that's not Jesus. Mm -mm. Now, there's a difference between people and Jesus. Now, Jesus is calling you right now. Okay, maybe you may have a wild hair color. Maybe it's purple. Maybe you have a piercing in your, in somewhere, <laughs> wherever it might be. But International Miracle Institute is for you. God is calling you right now. And yes. don't use that excuse that you were pushed out of the church because Dr. Harfush and I will not push you out of International Miracle Institute. So get right to that phone, pick it up and make that phone call and then join us again tomorrow for more happy endings and new beginnings.